Hello and welcome back to the Energetically Her podcast. I'm Kayla, your host. So happy you're here with us today. We have an episode that I never thought I would make, but I also never thought I would have my own podcast show either. So here we are moving mountains and checking out those boxes and shaking things up a bit. Today's episode is how I used my depression and anxiety to create my dream life and to create a life that I did not believe was possible. If you would have told me a few years ago that this is where I would be, this is the kind of life I would be, this is how I would feel on a daily basis, I wouldn't believe you even if you paid me. It felt so out of my realm of what was possible. And I learned so much in my journey and I want to really share some tips and tricks for anyone who is maybe going through a rough patch or you're in a period where you just feel like you're in a funk, you don't feel like yourself, or maybe you are stepping into a new season of life, things are changing, and you don't really have that security or that stability of having that peace of mind. That's how I felt for a long time, and I learned a lot, and I'm going to break this all down for you here today. Welcome to the Energetically Her podcast. I am your host, Kayla Linghoff, entrepreneur, women's coach, and dog mom. I am obsessed with showcasing the power of merging energetics and mindset to transform your life. If you are ready to start living your dream reality, to feel energized, unstoppable, and become a vibrational match for everything that you want, then this podcast is for you. Think of this podcast as your weekly dose for all things mindset, healing, manifestation, personal development, and so much more to become your version of Energetically Her. With brand new episodes out each week, I am so excited that you're here. Now let's get into the show. So starting off, the first thing is that this is not medical advice. What I'm sharing with you is from my experience, my opinions. I'm not a doctor and this is not medical advice. So please have the discernment of working and using what feels best for you and what you decide is in your best interest of heart. So let's go back a few years in time. I was just getting into real estate and I was excited for this new career. I had left college to pursue this. I was excited. I was always hearing this advice from some family, from like my boyfriend at the time of how this was going to be such a great opportunity and I would be so good in real estate. And so I just really had all this momentum and I had just moved into a different house with the dogs and so I was getting settled and and things were looking up. The weather was nice. And I remember thinking that something is missing here. I don't know quite what this is just yet, but I could feel this emptiness, this sense of, mm, I have so much to be happy about and excited about. And I tried to do so many things on the outside to make myself feel better, but nothing really was working in the way that I was hoping. And a few years back, I had tried so many different types of medication to help with my symptoms of like anxiety and depression and mood swings and all the different things, but I never really seemed to find any relief. And I was someone who experienced a lot of the side effects of each medication I would try. And it just wasn't really cutting it. And looking back, I realized that I wanted something to just fix me. And I never felt broken, but I wanted something to be a quick fix. I wanted something to just be a pill you could take every day and have you feel better. 
or have you just not feel how you're used to feeling and have it kind of, you know, be a Band-Aid. But I remember thinking that, well, if this can't help me, then maybe it's something deeper. Maybe it's something bigger. I just don't understand it quite yet. And because I couldn't quite understand it, I did the only thing I knew how to do, which was analyze something in black and white. I'm super good at looking something with a third-party perspective or not being emotionally attached to it because I got really good at turning off my emotions from all the trauma and things that I experienced at a young age. You could give me the most horrific news when I was younger to my face and I, I, the girl wouldn't even blink. She was a, she was a trooper, okay? I've done a lot now to where I have my full range of emotions and if you tell me something now, I will definitely start crying because <laughs> I'm very empathetic and very sensitive. There are superpowers that I love to have now. But back then, I was not that way. I was very shut off on autopilot, to be honest. I did the only thing I knew how back then, which was to analyze and to use a microscope and and figure out maybe some things that could point me in in a different direction of how I was feeling. So I used my depression and anxiety and feeling like in a funk for months or years at a time, depending on what was going on. I used that to create my dream life by doing one thing, and this is, I learned exactly what I did not want. I learned exactly what was not working, what was not a good fit, what was not serving me, because something wasn't working. If I was having these roller coaster rides of mood swings and how I was feeling and not being able to show up in the world, how I knew a part of me could, how part of me just really wanted to be myself, to not feel held back from stuff, to not understand why certain things make me feel a certain way or why I feel triggered or why I don't have any energy or why something is so easy for someone else to do. But for me, it takes all the energy I have to just try to do that thing and get it done. I didn't understand. And the one thing I really had going for me, the one thing I was so sure on is I knew exactly what I didn't want because I was so used to it. It had become my normal, how I felt every day. My bad day was becoming an everyday thing. It was becoming a normal day for me. A good day was becoming a once in a while like treat that would come out of nowhere that I would have no idea how I felt that good that day or what happened or what changed. And so I was like, okay, something's got to shift here. So I started to look at my routine, my habits, my thoughts, the people I was around, what I was you know, participating in with like out of work stuff. And I realized that it wasn't just coming from one thing, but it was a collective energy from everything combined. And I now was actually appreciating the awareness I had of realizing that it's okay if this stuff isn't working because I can change it. It's my life. I can do anything I want to do. And this is becoming a really cool moment where I can pivot and to start experimenting with things that are going to make me feel better because now I know what I don't want. And that actually makes it way easier. And I started to look at things that people would say that would really upset me, things that would really trigger me or how I would feel so emotionally vulnerable and feel so 
sensitive to people's words or to their judgments or to their opinions about stuff. And and looking back, I realized that I only went into real estate because I was people pleasing and I wanted to do what other people thought I would be great at because I didn't really know. I had turned off my intuition and my inner wisdom and voice for so long that I couldn't hear anything. It was silent. And so I thought, okay, well, what's the best thing to do is to follow the people that love you, follow their advice and follow what they think is is right because, you know, they have good intentions and they care. And we can't ask advice from people that aren't ourselves because we are not them. Everyone's journey and path and soul mission is different and there are no copies or no duplicates and people can give the best advice they want, but it has to be ultimately up to us on what we choose to do and take action for. But taking action does not mean to add more to your to-do list or to your calendar. It actually means to be more specific on what you're focusing on and being more aware of where you're putting your energy and your time and your attention. And it means to carve out empty space, white calendar space for you to be able to think and relax and let your inner wisdom come through and sit with your thoughts and process your emotions and think about how things make you feel without being distracted by your phone or the TV or your iPad or all this other stuff going on. And if you're in a season right now or you're in a stage where you don't feel your best and you know you could feel better, maybe you felt better before, or maybe you just have this knowing that things are going to get better and you're in control of this and you've got this, Carve out more white space. Carve out more time to sit and think with yourself. Instead of actually trying to absorb more information through books and things and trying to figure out what it is by Googling all this stuff or symptoms or how you're experiencing things, how you're thinking about things, trust yourself in knowing that you know what's best for you and anything you're experiencing right now outside of yourself is not actually you. It's realizing that the things that you might think are you or your personality are not you. They're not actually you. So for example, when I realized that I wasn't actually a depressed person or I was not actually an anxious person, things changed for me because I had identified my personality with not wanting to be around a lot of people or having mood swings, or not having as much energy as anyone else, or getting anxious around other people, having a tight chest when thinking about certain topics. And it wasn't actually ever me. These these symptoms or these signs or these things that I'm experiencing are just a result of a stored energy, of unhealed trauma, of experiences that I've had that have shaped me in a way that just doesn't serve who I want to become now. And I have an ability and an opportunity to heal part of those things that are creating this continuous feeling of not feeling aligned. But it's not actually me. I'm so much more than my depression or anxiety or being in a funk. And so are you. You're so much more than your feelings and your emotions. You're way bigger than that. And this is your permission that... How things feel right now does not mean it gets to be like that for 
a long time or for forever. Because I used to think that. I thought that I would always feel this way and life had to be hard and I didn't want to feel like that. And when I realized that I didn't have to feel like that, it's it's the simple things of re- remembering and coming back to and recognizing that it is your life. It's your life. No one else's. Isn't it so refreshing to remember that we always have the control? No matter what's happening right now or what's happened in the past, we create the future by the present moment. Even if you've felt a certain way for a period of time, it doesn't mean that tomorrow has to be a repeat of that day. And it gets to be easier than we think. Healing can be actually really fun and exciting. It can be hard sometimes, sure. But it's only because you're growing and you're changing. But you're changing in the way that is moving you closer to who you want to be and how you want to live. And there's a quote that I love, and I was just explaining this to someone on one of our calls last week. So I can't remember the quote word for word, but it is about if you feel uncomfortable now, if you feel uneasy now, and if things are feeling hard and difficult, it is only because you're not meant to settle here. See, if we have the peace and the happiness that we want, we have the success, the confidence, we feel good, life is good, we are going to park our booty right there and not move because we feel good, life feels good. So if you're in a stage where you feel uncomfortable or things are not what you want them to be, get excited. Realize that what you want is a lot closer than you think. You're gonna have things waiting for you around the next corner that maybe you never thought were possible and they're for you. They have your name on them. They are waiting for you. So don't settle where you are. Don't settle for accepting less. Don't settle for not feeling alive and loving your life. Because it's possible for you, coming from someone who was chronically depressed and anxious for most of their life, coming from someone who's had so much therapy experience, people forget how old I am because they're like, wait, you started therapy when you were four? (laughs) Like, yeah, it's been a rough rough ride. (laughs) If it's possible for me, it's possible for you. And you deserve it. You deserve it. You are not your bad thoughts. You are not your depression. You are not your anxiety. Those are just side effects of you knowing that there's something bigger and better and more aligned out there for you. And it's going to find you. It's going to meet you in the middle of where you are. And it's going to transform how you feel and the life you live And you're going to look back and think, wow, I did that. This is so cool. Because if it's possible for me, it's possible for you. One more thing I'd like to add is it's okay if you don't know what you want. And it's okay if you don't know where you want to go, what you want to do, this next step, this next chapter, this season of your life. Maybe you don't know what goals you actually want or how you want to feel. And that's okay. I didn't know for the longest time, but I knew what I didn't want. I knew how I didn't want to feel. And remember to give yourself some space to think about how you feel around certain people, how you feel around certain jobs or experiences or or habits that you do. 
and maybe keep track, like what things make you feel really good, what things make you feel worse, and then start to process and change out and switch out the things that make the most sense for you. It doesn't have to be an overnight thing. It can be baby steps, and that's actually what I'd recommend, and that's what I did personally because changing everything felt so overwhelming and I wouldn't know where to start, but taking small steps actually gives you more energy and more focus to move the needle forward each day. And when you look back, it doesn't take that long to fully change everything around. And it doesn't actually feel difficult or uncomfortable because you're excited for these changes and you have more motivation, you have more energy, and it just feels fun. So that's what I would recommend for you. If you have any questions, I'm always open over on Instagram. If you can send me a DM, I always check those and get back with everyone. And my goal is really just to have you feeling inspired and energized. And I want to send you so much love and appreciate your support on the show. Our community keeps growing so much and I'm so excited for what's to come for everyone. But if you have any podcast ideas or recommendations for guests, be sure to let me know. Sending you all so much love. If you haven't already, make sure that you're subscribed and leave a review on either Spotify or Apple Podcast. Those five-star ratings and reviews and reading your comments means so much to me and it also helps our show get uh, pushed out to more listeners and viewers, which is awesome. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and I will see you next week. Bye-bye.